Hyperinflation coming to a currency near you? Read this if you enjoy paying less than $1 million for a loaf of bread. Hey everyone, I've been getting slightly freaked out lately by the parallels from this moment in time to 1920s Weimar Germany. Now, before you immediately hit the history class snooze button, picture this. You are sitting at a restaurant in Weimar during this. You order a coffee for 10 German marks. That was the name of their currency. By the time the waitress pours the coffee, there has been an announcement, literally by one of the waitresses standing on a table. Coffee is now 20 marks. Can you imagine? A currency that was losing value so quickly that you couldn't even pay for your coffee in time to drink it. By the time this was all over, you literally had to use a wheelbarrow to wheel your cash to the store to buy a loaf of bread. Absolute disaster. Now, the reason I've been getting freaked out is twofold. Number one, Michael Burry keeps tweeting about it. Number two, Bitcoin is the pin to the currency bubble. Read on if you want to know how I see this playing out. First off, who the hell is Michael Burry and why should you care? Remember the movie The Big Short? For those of you who don't, you will all remember the housing crash of 2008, right? Well, Michael Burry was one of the only people who saw it coming and put his money where his mouth was. He made billions shorting the housing market, betting that it would go down when everyone else was buying 12 houses on a $50,000 a year salary. So the guy definitely has respect at being able to predict large world-changing financial events. And now he went on an epic tweet storm and basically then deleted all his tweets and went dark, which is super strange. So we should probably pay attention. The bold emphasis is mine here, but notice how this sounds eerily familiar. Burry tweeted, one of the great well, one was of great wealth, at least of those favored by the boom. Business and the stock market were booming. Side by side with the wealth were pockets of poverty. Greater numbers of people remained on the outside of the easy money, looking in but not able to enter. The crime rate soared. Demoralization crept over the common people from watching their own precarious positions slip while others grew so conspicuously rich. Almost any kind of business could make money. The boom suspended the normal process of natural selection. Speculation alone, while adding nothing to Germany's wealth, became one of its largest activities. Everyone from the elevator operator up was playing the market. Ooh, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Prepare for inflation, he said. Reopening and stimulus on the way. Pre-COVID, it took $3 debt to create $1 in GDP, and it is worse now. End of the quote. Yikes. Now, I 100% agree with Burry that the system is unsustainable. The U.S. government prints money like it's going out of style, and they aren't going to stop anytime soon. Here's where I think the difference between us and Weimar is, though, as simple as I can make it. Weimar is not the USA. Yes, there are huge parallels, but the most important is that the USA currently has the world reserve currency. This, coupled with the fact that we, we have the world's largest military, means that unless there is a viable alternative to the US dollar, this madness would probably just continue forever. The Germans, however... Wait, what? I must have deleted a sentence there. That was weird. However, there happens to be an alternative, okay? I believe Bitcoin is the pin to the currency balloon. Obviously, the US dollar is ultimately doomed. I know it might seem crazy that I'm saying obviously, but at this point, it's not a matter of if. 
it's when. Like I've written about extensively in this letter, the debt is simply too great. The stress on the system is too high, and the only exit valve is the currency. It literally needs to be devalued to continue our current system. However, we are not the first world reserve currency to collapse, okay? Reserve currency status does not last forever. You should check out this graph in the email. It literally shows Portugal, Spain, Netherlands, France, and Britain all had world reserve currencies in all their time all ended. As you can see, there have been multiple world reserve currencies before us, and all of them seem to collapse after about 100 years. Now, in the past, every time that this has happened, the world has shifted back to some sort of gold standard, which makes sense. The government goes insane and prints money like a monopoly banker on crack. Then, to restore sanity, the world has to put a peg back into the market, saying, this is what real money is, money that can't be printed out of thin air. And then we start over again. Stay with me, guys. This is important. It's actually kind of funny that it always starts over again. Why not just fix the problem and stop repeating the mistakes of history? Honestly, it's simple. Gold isn't a good currency. Gold is heavy, hard to verify, hard to secure, hard to divide into small enough pieces to transact. So we've always had to issue paper certificates to represent gold. Did you know that the US dollar once was redeemable for a certain amount of gold? But like the song says so wisely, mo money, mo problems. P. Diddy. With more paper money, it just makes the temptation to print it irresistible. Every government eventually succumbs to the temptation. That's why Bitcoin is truly is the pin that is going to pop the currency bubble forever. Bitcoin is the first money that is built for the digital world that we are headed into. It is the scarcest asset in the universe. There will never be more than 21 million. At the same time, it's infinitely divisible for whatever transaction size. The Lightning Network on layer two will allow it to do coffee size transactions at, you guessed it, lightning speed. But most importantly, it cannot be manipulated by a government. I still think, I hope, we are in the early innings here. This is really the first year where Bitcoin has been recognized for what it is by some of the largest companies and smartest people in the world. Bitcoin also goes through four-year cycles centered around its halvings, which reduce its supply like clockwork. Imagine closing half the gold mines in the world every four years, and you'll get the idea. So my prediction is that we don't get hyperinflation this cycle, but on the next one around 2025. For this year, I think Bitcoin will continue to skyrocket and touch prices of 250k to 300k. Then it will consolidate back down around 100k or so for the next few years. Then I think it's game on. By that point, the US will have printed so much funny money that every other government in the world will probably be secretly ready to start stacking. Bitcoin to move away from this insane dollar system. Remember, the currency, their currencies are just as bad as ours and have all the same problems as ours. All of us need a life raft, and Bitcoin is that raft. Once governments start jumping ship, it's going to be one of the most insane things we've ever seen in our lives. So just be prepared is all I'm saying. People in Weimar didn't think that their currency was on the verge of collapse either. They were just playing around in the stock market and having one hell of a time, and then boom, their currency was used as literal toilet paper. Until tomorrow, guys, I'll see you soon. Hey, share this, please, subscribe, please. You gotta admit that this was a pretty fire letter today, guys. I'll see you guys later, but woo, wow. See you guys soon, bye.